Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Quick programming note. Uh, instead of doing our NXT review tomorrow, we're going to be doing it tonight. A rare opportunity to see us what uh, doing a show, an NXT show at night, because we, yeah. we don't do that anymore. We no, do we don't. The next and day. Steve, yeah. thank you for accommodating my schedule. Of course. Um, Absolutely. And uh, doing it tonight, I appreciate it. We'll still be doing AEW tomorrow evening at our usual hour. Nothing, mm-hmm. no changes yeah. there. Tomorrow during the day, I'm going to be chilling, probably watching The Wire instead of uh, doing uh, doing our NXT review. So awesome for me, the adventures of Stringer Bell and Jimmy McNulty. You know, that's cool. Uh, anyways, but you're going to talk about it too, huh? Any any opportunity I get to just chill during a daytime, I like mixing. Every once in a while, mixing things up is kind of nice. It is. I have to. I forget. I have to tell the enforcer. Hoping maybe the enforcer's here. I got to tell him no GTA on our on my stream tonight. Uh, MF Steve he here. Was. And I didn't. The enforcer was here earlier. Speaking of the enforcer, uh, you guys need to. I honestly, AAA Raider Reyes might have in my forty three years of existence. I can think of one other time that I laughed as hard as I did. And it was when I saw Ace Ventura 2 when nature calls when he climbs in the theaters. Out of the, out of the, was it the rhinoceroses? Behind? When he climbs out of the rhinoceroses asshole. I think I laughed harder at Raider Reyes than I did that. I think this actually eclipses that because I found like guy. a new, a new like laughing sound that I'd never heard before that came out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And it was all because Enforcer picked, uh, we were doing our predictions. You know, the big red February predictions thing is on. We were all predicting who was going to win the Ray Reyes actual match. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decided to go with the to be determined, to be announced uh, a participant, thinking it might be a current guy, like a killer well, cross. Also, let's, 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 let's point this out. Earlier in the night, there was a TBA competitor who end up winning the uh, the Ray Duranus, Arena yeah. Duranus, uh match earlier with Taya Valkyrie. So yeah, right. thinking, oh, the TBA in this particular match might win this one as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was a good pick. It was a good yeah. pick. Yeah. 
Uh, unfortunately for him, it ended up being a hilariously bad pick. And the shenanigans that ensued afterwards can be found in supercut form over at Friendo Club TV right now. It's the new channel we got. Yes. Uh, Friendo Club TV. Go check it out. We'll link the description. We'll link it in the description here. Um, it is hilarious. It it just broke me. It absolutely broke me. I there were noises. There were guttural noises coming out of my mouth because I was I was trying to gasp for air and laugh at the same time, and it was it was so funny. It was something else. It was something so, else. So go check that out. Uh, yes. We're on the road here, of course, to WrestleMania. Well, you mean roads to WrestleMania? We're on the roads to WrestleMania. All sorts of Easter eggs. Uh, over the past week or so, ever since it was revealed that Cody Rhodes had left AEW, all signs seem to point to him being in WWE at some point in the very near future. Apparently, according to somebody in our chat, Pat McAfee basically said today uh, on his show that he is signed. I have not verified that information. Nor have I. So some, some, somebody said in chat. Until we could uh, uh, independently verify that. Uh, right. Somebody who has actually confirmed. re-signed, just briefly, with the WWE, according to Fightful Select today, they reported, go check out Fightful Select. Yes. Um, AJ Styles, a big money deal. Yeah. Congratulations. Like $3 million or something like that. Uh, so he's still going. Big deal for WWE. I wonder if he was the guy I know in the Wrestling Observer mm-hmm. newsletter last week. Meltzer had mentioned another person beyond Owens and Zayn with a, a, a big name with a contract coming up soon that AEW had hoped maybe they'd come into play. WWE scoop that big money for AJ. Yeah. Seems like he's probably going to finish his career. It, it seems likely. And when Belster mentioned that, the first name that popped in my head would, was, was AJ Styles. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Again, not confirmation uh, that's who it was, but, you know, first name that popped in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, looks like that who, that's who it was. Uh, so, Cody Rhodes, WWE social media over the past couple days have been getting really silly. With the idea yeah. that Cody's coming to town. And last night, that seemed to spill over into the actual programming. There's all sorts of silly Easter eggs. Uh, I mean, let's see if we can if we can run them down so here. So, most prominently, it was, was during Miz's bit when he was introducing what turned out to be Logan Paul. said the person that's going to be my tag team partner comes from like a, a family of athletes. Cody fits that bill. Referred mm-hmm. to him as dashing. Well, that was mm-hmm. Cody's old uh, uh, gimmick. In WB. Um, those are the two most prominent ones there. Um, Edge referred to a possible opponent as undeniable, which is, of course, a popular Cody promo from late 2019. And also, uh, when recapping Edge's promo on Twitter, WB's Twitter account says it's referenced Smoke and Mirrors, which was Cody's yes. old theme song. Yeah, yeah. So they are, they are definitely... Is there any precedent for... And I'm sure there is. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm trying to think of it as well. So generally speaking, when somebody signs with WWE, <clears throat> the instruction from WWE to that person is don't say anything. Yeah. Like recently, uh, uh, we had heard that Roxy, former Ring of Honor champion, uh, women's champion, had signed with WWE. Booker T seemed to confirm that, but then he backtracked and said, no, 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 I didn't say that. And so you, you got to think that's probably WWE saying, hey, we're not supposed to be getting this stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But it's a different thing when WWE itself is being sly and 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 and, and crafty with this, um, trying to build up anticipation. At this point, given that we know that it's not Miz's partner, mm-hmm. uh, that's Logan Paul. Um, Edge, I would have to believe, is going to be AJ Styles. Yeah, I mean, he referenced phenomenal also last night. Actually, yeah. winked when he did it. Well, he referenced both AJ Finn and Damian Priest. Okay, um, as well as Cody, and and that's right, and uh, and so, what do you think the uh, the actual set or are are they just sort of waiting to see how some stuff lands, perhaps? Yeah, because I think I think you know we were talking about this in chat before we started. Someone mentioned Kevin Owens' road to WrestleMania it potentially has three different roads. Yes, uh, it could be him and Austin, it could be him and Seth challenging for tag team titles, or it could be him versus Seth. All th- mm-hmm. all those options are plausible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think with Edge, they might not know exactly who they want him to face. They just want him on the card at WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. they have him come out and essentially do an open challenge, and then they'll figure that all out later. Um, mm-hmm. With Cody, I mean, I, I, I think once we know what happens with the Damian Priest-Finn match next week for the U.S. title, we'll get some clarity as far as what may happen. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to have a match for Cody at WrestleMania. It's for the U.S. title, um, especially with Roman holding probably both Universal and WWE titles. Um, the U.S. title on Raw is going to be week in and week out the top belt. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they want to get Cody kind of in something resembling a world title scene, that's kind of the best they can do right now is put the U.S. Mm-hmm. title on them. Yeah. Um, I would not be surprised if, if, if that were to happen. I think there's two scenarios that seem likely to me. And in fact, quick shout out, I did a Wrestle Juice video where I talk about like five or six of these scenarios. Mm-hmm. But there's two that sort of seem likely. Uh, one is exactly what you just said. Uh, uh, Damian Priest maybe somehow next week. Because wait, this match is happening with Finn next week, yeah. right? Yeah. Is that the situation? Yeah. Okay. Something happens. Damian retains. But maybe because commentary still talks about the two sides of Damian Priest, even though we haven't seen that over the past Not so like much, two no. matches. It kind of peaked out towards the end of last night. He did the I mean any he did the thing. Yeah, anytime there's any sort of aggressive movement from him can be interpreted that way. But usually they're really obvious about yeah. it. Yeah. But maybe that was intentional. Maybe it was meant to say, hey, he's trying his best. He heeded the words of Sony Deville and he's holding it in. And it's difficult for him, and it's starting to peak out a little bit. So maybe next week it fully just because of how he's been trying to repress it, it just floods out, and he becomes just Damien. Mm-hmm. That side of him turns him bad guy, yeah. and and that becomes his thing. He drops the name Priest. He just becomes Damien. Maybe he just destroys Finn Balor, keeps his title, and so you have a bad guy. Cody's going to have a babyface reaction when he comes back, regardless yeah. of where he is six months from now. When he comes back, he's going to be a yeah. babyface. Yeah, yeah. That It's an entire... Yeah. If, as soon as he cuts a promo, it's going to turn. Yeah, who knows but when he just then. when he just comes out to the song and shit, people are going to cheer because yeah. he's new. He's new. He's new. Um, so that's... And given that he dresses like Homelander, that title would look amazing with that gear of his. Mm-hmm. Um, the other situation would just be by virtue of elimination, and that's if they get Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold, mm-hmm. I decide to sign on the dotted line. I'm back for another match against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has been running down Texas, and that's what our chatter was talking about earlier. There's a couple different scenarios. Kevin Owens can be in a tag situation with Seth Rollins. Or he could fight Seth Rollins if that doesn't turn out. Or he'll be in a match against the Rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. If he's in a match against the Rattlesnake, what's Seth Rollins going to do? Maybe wrestle Cody, Cody, Cody Rhodes. I think that's a distinct possibility. If that's the case, if they think that, oh, we have a pretty good chance of getting Stone Cold for uh, for Kevin Owens, then we bring, you know, Cody can be in for Seth Rollins. And perhaps, I mean, that's sort of what we're getting at. They're just waiting for these pieces to fall into mm-hmm, place mm-hmm. before they know what's the best situation for him. That being said, I think for as far as Kevin Owens options right now, I'm really excited based on that match we saw last night where him and Seth were, were tagging together. Yeah. They're a really good t- tag team. They're an excellent they tag very team. Good. And they're a ton of fun to watch. That finishing sequence was awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And to yeah. see them get a serious run with the tag titles, maybe see them be the ones that eventually split up RK bro. Mm-hmm. That could be really fun. I agree. I, I don't think th- I don't think there's like a really a bad situation here. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
Um, what would like? Let's say if everybody's wrapped up in something. Let's say Edge and AJ. Let's say Seth and uh, and and Kevin Owens. Let's say Austin doesn't want to do a match. Let's say uh, uh, I don't know Damian. Uh, they don't want to turn Damian, and they want to keep him the way he is. And they're like, "No, nah, we don't want to do the U.S. title thing with Cody." Where would Cody fall then? Uh, maybe again. Uh, no, Sammy's doing the thing with Knoxville. I mean, my my thought was nobody's actually said that Knoxville's going to wrestle. That's true. He, he could he could go get a proxy essentially. It's a bit of a leap, but they're both kind of Hollywood guys. <laughs> I mean, that is that's a stretch right there. But um, I don't know how cool would it be if like if uh, Cody tries to incorporate some sort of jackass gimmick, <laughs> <laughs> which is completely anti what he is. I know. But he shows well, up. Well, I don't know. Like, he put himself. He he booked himself to go through a flaming table. That is totally he took a true. Salt off the cage. You he's, are completely he right. He took that cutter off the top of the ladder. I don't know. Maybe he's teasing this jackass turn the whole time. You know, when I was thinking about that last night with Cody, has anybody in in AEW put themselves through the kind of hell? Well, Kenny probably. <laughs> he got yeah yeah. Ken, Kenny and Mox. Kenny was. Kenny and Mox were pretty fairly wrecked. Yeah. Uh, Jericho during, during was a bloody mess stuff. against Nick Gage. Yeah. But coming off that cage, doing the fire spot. Yeah. That match, that just that match alone against uh, against Sammy Guevara. Cody's Cody's put himself through some shit for those fans in AW. Yes. yes. And you know what? If he would just shut up, <laughs> if he just wouldn't deliver any promos, he'd probably still be the biggest baby face in the company. I know. I know. I know. Blank checks from Tony Khan if you just didn't give that stupid promo about being, uh, you know, ending racism or whatever he was doing. Uh, Prime Joy Beardy here in chat says, uh, Page, Hangman Page is getting there. Well, the last few weeks, yeah, his his three matches since winning the title uh, were all pretty bloody. So, Yeah, no, he's trying to catch up for sure. Yeah. He's trying to catch up. Yeah, man, I don't man, know every that, time... that blackout on top of the, 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 the ring steps. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. Darby, yeah, there's a bunch yeah, of dudes Darby. there in AEW yeah. who are just up for that stuff. Um, oh, this is a great idea. Cyber Knight says uh, Stephen Amell versus Cody for SummerSlam. Oh. Bring Stephen Amell back. Get some of that. Get some of that uh, heels on stars. Yeah, uh, love get right some, there. Uh, but he Duffy comes family back wrestling. WWE. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll show up on SmackDown. The thing about SmackDown is there's nothing for Cody there besides maybe. The Intercontinental Championship, and I mean that would elevate their their sagging mid card. It would quite a bit, it you would. know, especially if he does what he did last time. He won the IC title, bring back the old school one with the white strap. Mm-hmm. I mean that that alone would elevate that title. Put it on Cody, and maybe maybe just putting that title on Cody, you elevate everybody else because then he's got a line of of, of challengers yeah. that have already lost to Roman Reigns, and then he gets yeah, he gets the leftovers. But I, mean, I guess um, the, the thing about that is that even on SmackDown, he's going to be overshadowed by Roman, and it's you know it depends what he and what WWE out of, one out of his potential run there. You know, I mean, him going to to Raw and win that U.S. title and kind of being week to week top champ. Yeah, but he's going to be the, the thing is I don't necessarily know that Brock is going to go anywhere. He might take some time take off. Some but time off, but yeah, he'll come that back. That Pat obviously. McAfee interview, he seems like he's thoroughly and if oh, you yeah. watch him, he is getting a kick out of being a face. He is. So Cody, I don't think I don't think it's a matter of him being overshadowed. We saw this with him in the 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 world title in AEW. As long as he gets his own little island and if he has the Intercontinental Island, um I think he'll be fine as long as he doesn't really cross paths with Roman Reigns. Another aspect of him going to Raw that might benefit WWE is is having him on that show might help get the ratings up a little bit. Oh, that's totally true. I think oddly enough, their mid card is so loaded. I think that it actually it would help him because it puts him up there with all those names. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, if they want somebody that can sort of elevate a, just a. A sagging mid card because man, they do nothing with those people. How many times are we going to see Seamus, Ridge Holland, and Ricochet go at it? I know, you know in, in varying degrees of whatever. I know. So, um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Cody ends up. Mm-hmm. Will he show up on SmackDown because that's the A show, or will he show up next week, perhaps on Raw? Maybe they have some sort of hard deadline for either we get Austin by because the 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 big tag match, the triple threat tag match, that's two weeks. Two weeks, I believe they said, yeah. 
That's weeks. right. Maybe that's maybe that's sort of their hard out for, okay, if we don't have them by then, then we know for sure we're going to go in the direction of Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins as the tag, you know, challengers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, um, if, if Owens and Seth end up winning those tag titles in a couple of weeks, then then we're going to have a good, pretty clear idea of where they're going to go for WrestleMania with, with Owens. And everything might very well fall into place after that. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I thought Raw was, was fine last night. I mean, there, there's always the uh, – there's always the caveat of it's not must see TV. No, it's not. It's not urgent viewing. And as long as it's three hours and has probably a solid forty-five minutes of recap, yeah, and 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 filler at least. Well, especially an episode like this one right after a pay per view. Yeah, it's just I know. So yeah, chock full of recaps. You know, it's, there's so there's so much recap. We now. say every time, and so much of uh, how our enjoyment of Raw is so much dictated by our viewing experience. When we were doing it live and do the recap afterwards, it, it, it the show wasn't very good then, but also the viewing aspect of it wasn't optimal. Mm-hmm, if you yeah. have to sit and watch Raw live and just have your focus completely dedicated to Raw as it's happening live, it's, it's tough. It's not an enjoyable viewing experience. It's tough. It's yeah. not. If I was, I was, yeah. You were Go saying ahead. beforehand that you were you were watching it, but also doing things while you're watching it. It's you had to. You know, focus your attention on it. You could otherwise during all the recaps, commercials, you could do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, for about half the show, I just sat and watched it live on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, and so, even though there was aspects of the show that I enjoyed, it felt long mm-hmm. because I yeah. couldn't fast forward through stuff I'd already seen. I couldn't fast forward through the commercials. Now, like the first forty minutes and the last hour, I was able to do that, and so that was much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a bummer that, at, that that so much you sorry that so much your viewing experience is is just is predicated on how you actually watch it, not the quality of the show itself. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I I thought it was relatively enjoyable. I was telling you about how I watched it, you know, beforehand is because I'm I watch I watch the content as soon as they throw to a commercial or a recap. I'm not paying attention. I go and I'm doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm making dinner. I'm cleaning up. I'm working. Whatever. Um, I, I don't, I can't, I, I tried that one week and I texted you 20 minutes in. I was like, this is impossible. This is not a pleasant viewing experience. Yeah. So that being removed, the actual content of the show, I thought, yeah, it was a bit talk heavy, but I thought that by and large, I, I actually kind of dug raw last night. I didn't think there was anything that was too egregiously bad. I mean, again, it's sort of, you know, reliant on the participants involved. And they do have a very, very talented roster. Yes. And some of these matchups, um, I think are 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 pretty pretty darn cool. Yeah. Uh I love that we saw Tommaso Champa in tag action with Finn Balor last mm-hmm. night. I thought that was cool. I thought he looked like a million bucks out there. I thought that after the match you can hear him mouth to Finn. Well, that wasn't too bad. He seemed really happy with his match. He looks like he fits in there. I hope Whatever this NXT stuff is. I mean, honestly, dude, if this is sort of the kind of bridge we can expect between 2.0 and main roster. It's about as much as you can ask for, I think, at this juncture. It's, if, if we get more like transitionary stuff mm-hmm. between the two brands, that's kind of cool. Then you don't, you're not shocked with this jolt of, oh, God, they changed A, B, or C mm-hmm. about this person. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I kind of appreciate that. I wish that's how they did it before. Yeah, me but too. it is it, it is what it is. The whole time. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully Vince McMahon liked what he saw with Tommaso Ciampa. I thought he looked. I thought he looked great on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. How, hey, how cool would that be? Tommaso Ciampa versus Cody, AEW versus NXT. Ooh, I don't think Vince else. would ever buy into that. No, I don't think he kinda, would either. But you know, it could be a fun match. For the nerdy fans. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or a download the app today the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly 
we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Um, it kicked off with uh, face cowboy Brock Lesnar. So happy to be there. Oh, having little, having little kids uh, pawed his title, giving him high fives and stuff, taking selfies with people. Mm-hmm. He really, honestly, he gets stands up on the commentary table. He's into it. He really comes off as, as like an A champion. And that's one thing about Raw also that has, in my opinion, like going to like the Big E era when we're all just sort of waiting for something cool to happen with Big E. And it's like, it sucks. They didn't. It really sucks. But it's like, man, they have an A-level champion right now. An A-level champion. And that alone makes Raw feel a bit more important. You know, it's like, oh, it feels like not just, you know, a, a, a runner-up to SmackDown. No, I know it does. It's, 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 it's that. And it's also a reminder that they just do such a crap job of, of building up new stars. Yeah. Yeah. On a consistent basis, you know, there's there's Roman, there's Becky, they're doing that with Bianca now, mm-hmm. um, but you know, they just don't do it often enough. So, you know, we've made the point several times over that what are they can do in ten, fifteen years when the part timers and legends they bring in now to pop ratings just can't do it anymore. Who are they going to fall but back the same on for thing, the nostalgia yeah, pops? You know, but the same thing. I mean, I don't know, man. I think that it's going to be like with time, everybody becomes more. It's this is one of those things where I think that with time, the thing is the roster is so loaded it right is. now. It is that like in 10, 15 years, so many of these people are the number one, they're physically speaking, they're gonna be able to just continue to keep going. And and I don't know. Brock is one of those guys that when I wonder I, when I look at Brock, I do sort of think about Vince changing NXT the way he did. And I think to myself, because Brock and Brock is just he's so unique. Yeah, he is unique. There's not a lot of people that look like Brock. Nope. But you kind of understand, man, Vince wants more guys that look like a champions. Mm -hmm. Brock just looks like an a champion. And you got to go out and find those diamonds in the rough if you want. If you want more guys like that, I guess. I don't know. He looks I mean, he's just otherworldly. This guy. He really is. He really is. So he comes out. Uh, announces himself as new WWE champion. Uh, before he gets too much further into his promo, he's interrupted by Paul Heyman. He walks out to the stage, does his introductory thing, and then Brock says, no, stop. That's as far as you're going to get. That's as far as I, were, I would go if I were you. Mm-hmm. And Heyman says, well, as the special counsel for the tribal chief, uh, I do not suck in response to the crowd because they're chanting, you suck. Even Lesnar gets in on it. Yeah, um, He says he is the special counsel to only real heavyweight champ in WWE, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, and he came out tonight out of love for his and Brock's 20 years of, of business and friendship together because he knows that Brock is looking towards mania, winner take all, except there is one roadblock in Brock's way. He might not even make it to mania as WWE champ. He says, for the 20 years, I took care of all the small details for you. You have to defend the title March 5th at Madison Square Garden, which means you're not even going to make it to WrestleMania as champ. So he says, thank you. If there's any other information I can give you, feel free to let me know. And Brock says, Paul, hey, I can still appreciate you even though you're being such a dick. He says, I already know where I'm supposed to be March 5th. Um, and then Heyman says, yes, you're supposed to, you're scheduled to t- defend the title against Lashley, but if Lashley can't make the match because he's past concussion protocol, I'll make sure to have another contender for you. And this was not the first reference to Lashley passing concussion protocol before the March 5th uh, house yeah. show at Madison Square yeah. Garden. Even though Byron Saxton mentioned it later in the show, he said this match will happen if Lashley can pass protocol. However, it's not looking like he will. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the gist of yeah, what he said. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah, yeah. So I don't they're, know if they're, they're going to do they're a prepping thing. everybody for for somebody else to be fighting Brock. Yeah, and I just kind of wonder if they're going to wait for it to to announce his new opponent at the show to make it a surprise or something. So this Madison Square Garden, that's just like a, a live event, right? It's yeah, like yeah. Big Madison Square Garden house show type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool that they're they're promoting stuff happening at house shows on on TV. I wish they did that stuff more often. I know. I'm well. Yeah, Madison Square Garden is incredibly expensive. They wouldn't just make this a network special or something. Because I'm thinking that that's a Revolution Day, isn't it? That's the day before. Oh, it's the day before Revolution yeah. on the sixth. Okay. Yeah. Um. So 
And then Brock says, you know, hey, I'm doing just fine without you. Uh, but on Friday, you're going you're gonna to be standing in the ring with the tribal chief demanding some acknowledgement. And that's where I'm going to be as well. I'm coming to SmackDown to introduce to you and Roman the new reigning defending WWE champion. Brock His Lesnar. Heyman. Brock Lesnar's Heyman. It's kind of like, because I kind of feel like they've got a similar, I don't know, what do you call What's the difference between like a, what do you call it? Somebody has like a high pitch voice and a low pitch voice. This pitch, right? Yeah, it's pitch. The timbre yeah. of his voice. They're they're similar, but my God, when I couldn't tell the difference because I was listening to this in my car. Yeah. And I was like, he sounds exactly like Heyman. It's nuts. Anyways, Brock is such an entertainer. He really is. He really uh, is. After that, we had uh, Seth and Kevin Owens backstage. Seth's talking about the chamber match. Kevin walks up and they're both like, oh, like, can you feel it? He's, he's breathing on my shoulder right now. Can you, I can feel him. So anyways, he asks about their path to WrestleMania. And Kevin Owens says, we have a path. We're the best tag team on Raw. We beat RK Bro on Raw. Seth says, last week, I beat, or we're going to beat RK Bro on Raw. Seth says, last week, I beat Randy. Uh, Kevin Owens says, so we went to management. And when we win this tag match tonight, we're going to be added to the Raw tag title match in two weeks. Seth says, when we win that match, we're going to be Raw tag champions. And Kevin Owens says, then the mania possibilities are endless. He says, maybe we'll challenge the Usos. He says, how about that for a path? He says, Mania is going to be stupendous. It's so good. The plan is so good. It almost makes it worthwhile that Mania is in that hellhole of Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Their chemistry is fantastic. It's off the charts. It's really good. Uh, Then we get Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Early on, the Street Profits send Alpha Academy out of the ring. Ford set up for a tope. Instead, Gable and Otis pull him out. And then Dawkins hits them with an awesome-looking tope. Instead, Raw rolls on. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually Dawkins gets the hot tag goes on to run against Gable hits a corner splash tags in Ford they hit the doomsday blockbuster Otis breaks up that pin Otis then tosses Dawkins out of the ring they're trading shots Otis then throws him to the barricade uh, Montez hits him with a penalty kick on the apron Gable tries to suplex Ford back in instead Ford reverses Otis gets the tag in uh, Ford sends Gable out of the ring hits Otis with some kicks and he tries to body slam Otis he picks him up and just hold him for a while, and then he mm-hmm. just falls backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otis is just covering him, and then uh, Gable holds on to Montez's foot so he can't kick out Alpha Academy to get the win. Yep. Uh, after that, we had a Tommaso Ciampa interview. He says, uh, you know, this all started because Dolph came to my home, and he disrespected NXT. He says, I feel no pressure. Gladly take on Dolph any night of the week, Mondays included. Did you notice he... He, it was like he was given these lines. Like on NXT, I'm pretty sure he could just say whatever he wants yeah, to say. Yeah. But when you're, when anybody's just given lines, that's not an easy thing to do, it's and not. it's kind of obvious because he was he was searching for his lines a little bit. He was. But I thought Plus, he, Vince I, is probably probably breathing. I on know, him. or Pritchard. Um, away. Yeah. All things considered, though, I thought he did a, a pretty good job of delivering a promo that he didn't come up with himself. I, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. Uh, it's just there is a distinct difference yeah. there. Uh, he says, and Bob Roode is just an added bonus. This is a tag match. He says, I knew just the the guy to call to be my partner. Finn Balor steps in, smiles, says, Raw might be my home now, but I know where I came from, and I'll never forget stepping in the ring with Champa. He says, they may have stood toe-to-toe in the past, but let's start the road to WrestleMania by standing shoulder-to-shoulder. And that match was next, and yep. uh, they got the win. Champa mm-hmm. getting the pin on Bob Roode. Uh, the finish was pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, Champa hits a jumping knee on Rude, goes for a fairy tale ending. Rude tries to reverse that into a backdrop, but while he's trying to do the backdrop, Champa hits him with a sunset flip to get the win. Yeah. In terms yeah. of go home math, doesn't look good for Champa on NXT tonight, but we'll see. Maybe well, we'll see Bob one, Rude on NXT. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I think that's, that might be the case. Where I mean, we're going to get this is a number one contender match. Mm hmm. And Champ has already had like this. Is, that would be his like third match against gets Braun, Braun yeah, Breaker. Dolph's going to find a way to win this fight because Bobbert. And it's a great guy to put in there with Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. Is is Ziggler? He'll make he'll make Braun look great. Yep. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, after that, we had Ms. TV with special guest, his tag partner. He says, before we get to my guest, he says, uh, uh, he says, I want to talk to you about a realization I had on the way back from the chamber. He says, most of us don't know what it's like flying on a private jet. He says, you guys want the success I have. And so you look up to Ray. He says, despite our very obvious physical differences, he says, we both do whatever it takes to get ahead. And because the fans all want to be Ray, you guys look past all of his misconduct. He says the fans yearn for Ray to succeed because it makes him feel better. A uh, bit of a blah, blah, blah here. Uh, he says, uh, he says, so uh, he realized that the fans are the ones that can't be trusted. And I said, I found a partner going into mania, somebody I can relate to, somebody I can trust, somebody who comes from a fighting family, somebody who's very dashing, an athlete and celebrity, and he's interrupted by Ray. Ray says him and Miz aren't the same. He says, I don't know anybody in the back who would want to partner with you because they, nobody can stand you back there. He says, so whoever you found can go back to wherever they came from and give your mania spot and give his mania spot to somebody who deserves it. And Miz says, uh, he says, you know what? I know what's best for this industry. He says, at our match of the chamber, I said, it felt like a handicap match. So did I deserve to lose that? Did Ray deserve to win? Does Dom deserve a WWE contract or did his dad get him one? And then Dom steps up yeah. and says, hey, hey, man, my dad br- brought me into this business. I'd sit in there in front row when I was seven years old. I know what it takes to be superstar. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm like, come on, son. Come on, get it together. I know. Get it together. You can do it. You can do it. I know. I know. It's so, it's so lacking. So anyways, um, he, uh, he gives Miz the business. Miz challenges uh, uh, Ray and Dom to a match at Mania, and then he introduces his partner, influencer Logan Paul. So yeah, crowd booze. Logan crowd comes booze, out. Yes. I'm just cracking up because the dude has got just the dumbest grin on his face. But he he is the most confident dude out there. Dude, he's got ten times the confidence that Dom has when it comes to talking. He on the does. Mic. He does. He does. And I think that's one thing that Ray really needs to work on with Dom is being out there. And getting him on the mic and having him, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if he needs like some acting exercises. I'll, I'll in say this. Ridiculous or something. I don't know. It, it took Ray a good number of years to sound like he was comfortable on the mic. Yeah, that's Some people, true. it just takes a lot of time. Some people, yeah. it just takes time and it takes experience. Not just reps yeah. on the mic. That helps a lot. But I think just ex- life experience. Just eight. Being, what I always say, the older you are, the better you're going to be on the mic. Yeah. Because you know who you are. Yeah. Um. I agree. I agree with all that. Like, not everybody can be MJF. I get that, but um, I just think like some, mm, some no, confidence. No, he needs to come voice. off as way more convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doubt. always sounds nervous. So, anyways, uh, Logan comes to the ring. Dom says they accept the challenge. Uh, Miz and Logan. <laughs> Logan talks shit about about Ray. They attack the Mysterios from behind. They throw Ray into the ring post and then do the same thing to Dom. Miz hits Ray with a skull-crushing finale, and then Logan hits one on Dom. <laughs> Logan actually made it look better than Miz. I know. I would imagine. <laughs> it was kind of, he kind of muscled him up. And, he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine this would be a situation where the Mysterios get the win here, and then Logan Paul turns on Miz at the end. Uh, yeah, Just WrestleMania backlash, Logan Just saying Paul. that's what's going to happen Miz. right now. Entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, then we get an Alpha Academy interview. Uh, Gable, he's asked about the implications of the main event in terms of their own tag title match in two weeks. He says, I know what the implications are. I got a master's degree with an immaculate 4.0 and not from an institute like the University of South Carolina. Oof. He says, tonight's main event is disgusting. But at least RK Bro earned their shot. All that Seth and Kevin Owens did was complain. But if they get added to the match in a couple weeks, then... Uh, Alpha Academy's chances of winning goes down to thirty three point three 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 and onward and onward percent. That was a funny. That was a funny little bit. Three 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 and onward yeah. and onward. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says Otis hates math, but he loves winning. <laughs> Otis looked put off by that too. <laughs> I know. And he says in two weeks, winning exa- is exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, that was that was funny stuff. Gable's doing such great work. He, I he hope really they don't is. end up like the Street Profits. 
<laughs> you know, kind of on the outside looking in at all these put together tag teams. I know, I know. Uh, then we got a Veer is coming promo. Has this is different. Yet. He was in a hallway this time. Yeah, so he's and coming. He he's coming from a hallway. Up. He's got a great voice too. He does. Maybe, he's maybe, really right? athletic. I'm excited for when he shows up and to see what they have for him. I know. Because right now, apparently, is nothing. It's nothing, man. It's, it's nothing. nothing. Uh, after that, we had Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash. Um, I had to, dude. I had to do the thing. Lacey was there. She was like, "What does the Ash stand for?" I'm oh, like, dear. "Oh, fuck." Almost superhero. It doesn't even stand for almost a superhero. No, almost superhero. Almost superhero. And I'm like, "What?" She looks like a super. Why are they still doing that? Anyways, these two apparently apparently they just think that these two work well together because they have another match that Rhea Ripley wins again. Yeah, I, I think the idea is that Nikki's trying to prove the point because she went over the commentary during the match and started screaming screaming at them that Rhea was the villain. I guess the idea is that she wants to keep having these matches to expose Rhea as the villain. This whole thing, and then Rhea just keeps beating her. Clean, I love easily. I love that you're adding some fucking motivation. I'm just trying to, to this find it. endless charade. It's just, you're right. I mean that maybe that maybe that's how they would explain it. But I guarantee if if we had something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard on modern day WWE, Connor would say, why are they why are they wrestling every single week? So it's like they, rest, if, they have good chemistry. If they want to do that story, you'd think they'd add something to the matches week in week out. But they don't. It's just the same one on one battle. That's the thing. It's just because they've got good they got good chemistry. They can put on a good match together. We're trying to make Rhea look strong. <laughs> you think I was missing that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh so this is when commentary mentions about Lashley uh, having to clear concussion protocol to make it to the Madison Square Garden match against Lesnar. Um uh, Undertaker Hall of Fame video package is next. We've seen this twice already. They're gonna probably run this every week until the Hall of Fame ceremony. Sad but true is a hell of a wrestling theme song. I've said that for a little while now, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they used it for this. Yes. And then we had what was it here? Uh Damian Priest Damian defending Priest. the US championship against Shelton Benjamin. Unfortunately, Shelton Benjamin doesn't win, win many matches re- re- uh, of late. Uh, he lost this one too. Uh, Cedric tried to help him out. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't work. Priest hits a reckoning to get the win. Then he takes the mic. He puts it over Shelton. Um, it's where he says he's one of the few who came out here and, f- and fought me like a man despite Cedric trying to help Shelton win. <laughs> you know. Um, I know. I know. Uh, so anyways, he talks about everybody he's beaten. They're all serious fighters, serious athletes. Uh, he says, but Mania season, I want my next opponent to be world championship caliber. Finn Balor comes out. He says, you want a serious athlete, serious fighter, or world championship caliber opponent? Sounds like you're talking about me. I'll see you next week. You want somebody you can win easily against? Sounds like me. I'm enhancement talent now. <laughs> I'll give everybody the rub. Uh, after that, we had, oh, God, there's so much written here about this 24-7 stuff. So, anyways. Uh, we had a Reggie promo. He said, wait, did I actually miss? I know I'm, I watched the most of this 24 seven stuff. Yeah. Uh, or, but yeah, the promo, I think it just went in one ear out the other. The so, Reggie one. So, so he's yeah. like, Hey Dane, I want to, I want you to come out to the ring. So she does. And it says, you know, I was, I was always very supportive of you winning the title and I cared for you. And maybe I want us to be more than just friends, but that's all you wanted for us to be friends. And that's fine. And he says, last week I took, advantage of the situation, took an opportunity, and it left me with a horrible feeling on my stomach. Talking about rolling her up to win the title. Mm-hmm. And he says, I want to apologize. I want to show you that you mean so much to me. And so he calls for a ref to come down the ring, and he just lays down in the ring and says, come on, pin me. And so she covers, and he kicks at it too, and he's kind of laughing about it, saying, oh, sorry, yeah. it's just out of habit. And he's like, go ahead and do it again. And so she covers him again. He kicks out again. Mm-hmm. And again, makes some excuse why he did it. And then he says, do it again. And then she does, but she kisses him this time. And this time he yeah. stays down and she wins the, cha- the championship. Yeah. And so then the 24-7 division runs out. Uh, Dana and Reggie kind of fend everybody off for a bit. They knock Tazawa off the apron. He falls in Tamina's arms. He's looking for a kiss. Instead, she That was pretty him. funny. That was pretty funny. And then uh, Tamina ends up chasing Reggie and Dana through the crowd. You know, this is dumb stuff, but sometimes it does actually make me laugh. Yeah. Like, I look at them like, oh, it's like an old old school kind of madcap romantic comedy type yeah. shit, you know? 
Yeah. At least, you know what? At least it's better than that, like, two-year period of them just running through matches endlessly. Yeah. I mean, it's something. Whatever. Anyways, after that, we had a Bianca Belair promo. Uh, she faces off against uh, uh, Becky Lynch in this particular segment. She says she's going back to WrestleMania. She said, last year I made history walking out of the main event. SmackDown Women's Champion said, this year I'm ready to run it all the way back. She said, but this year it's uh, for the Raw Women's title against Becky. Said first, I need to give it up to all the women in the chamber. Match with me. They're all tough, especially Dewdrop, who I'm facing tonight. But there can only be one toughest est. She says, uh, I'm the EST of WWE, but I'm also the heart est working woman in WWE. So I've been working nonstop for this moment. So if you think I'm about to let it up now, because in six weeks she's going to show Becky that you can't spell WrestleMania without a little E. S-T, and it's right there. It's after the first two letters. E-S-T, it's right there. W-R, and then the next three letters are E-S-T. 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 That's right. That's right. Becky comes to the ring. She's like, congratulations for making it back to the big time. Um, He says, it doesn't get any uh, bigger than having the only two women who have ever won a WrestleMania main event going one-on-one. So I like they're building up the history of this. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's great. It says, but don't forget the reason you were able to main event Mania in the first place because I did it first. And Bianca says, yeah, you did do it first, but I did it better. And Becky says, well, if I remember correctly, uh, I walked out of WrestleMania 35 as Becky two belts. And one of those title, the Raw title, I've been holding ever since. And none of those beat me for it in three years. The other title, six months ago, today, so happy anniversary, I beat you for it in 26 seconds. And Bianca says, Becky, you love bringing that up. Uh, that win, like I, I, I wouldn't forget it. And Bianca says, oh, I know you wouldn't forget because you like bringing it up and playing the victim. And Bianca says, no, I could have done that after SummerSlam. Um, I could have tucked my tail and went away, which is exactly what you wanted. But I actually listened to you. You told me to get to the back of the line, which is what I did. And then I was the sole survivor of Survivor Series. I won the chamber match, and I did it all without making any excuses. She says, no, I'm not the victim. And Becky says, you're right. You're not the victim. I am. Before you came along, Bianca, the people loved me. I was the man of the people. But you came, I came back, sorry. She says, I came back at SummerSlam to a hero's welcome because I beat you, Bianca. They turned on me, and because now that they despise me, I despised you. Uh, she continues, she says, at uh, Elimination Chamber, uh, you saw what I did to Lita, someone I loved. So, Bianca, imagine what I'm going to do to you, someone I despise. Says, this isn't your redemption story, Bianca. This is mine. And then Bianca you know, says, what? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You finish up. Here. So Bianca says, well, if you want to play the victim, how about I just make her, I make you my victim tonight, essentially. Yeah. Like she's going to beat her up. You know, dude, the thing that I like about this is it's long and it's talky, but it's necessary because they're outlining what has actually happened since SummerSlam. They've actually booked this pretty well. And it doesn't have to be like they're always around each other, near each other and twists and turns and stuff. It's just, this is wrestling. It's, you lose and you learn from it and you go back and, 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 and you beat a bunch of people and then somebody, and then, and then they do this. Yeah, go ahead. You win or you learn from it. So you win or you, it's wins and learns. Learns. Yeah. It's like a very smart man. This wisdom said. from Christian that we keep on uh, repeating well, I'm sure he over got it and over somebody. and over. I'm sure I mean, he just stole it. The first time you really heard else. it articulated in such a way is from, you know, future Hall of Famer Christian. I think so I saw it like in a Garfield. I think I saw it like in a Garfield comic strip once. Um, but Who said uh, it was it, no. was it was it Garfield or was it Odie? It was John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that. I don't, I don't imagine John would. I don't think John would have said that. There's some chemistry there. Uh, no, so I. But dude, here's the thing. Anybody who's like, this isn't long term. But I don't know what totally people is. want. I don't know what. If, I don't, if this is long term storytelling, I don't know what it is. In if this isn't that. What do you expect? Like, what do you think long-term storytelling is? When they do something right, you give them credit. We bitched at the beginning of the episode about how much filler's on a Raw. You bitch about it when it sucks. But when they do something right, you you give them credit. Give a thumbs up. You do. So anyways, uh, Dewdrop comes out. She's got a match against Bianca next. Becky goes join the commentary for this particular bout. Uh, Bianca and Dewdrop got awesome chemistry. They always deliver in the ring. Always. Dewdrop is so fucking good. She is. Because the shit that Bianca, and by the way, when you see Bianca Belair 
practically running with dewdrop on her shoulders. It's nuts. And you're like, oh my God, please knees. Get, you know, don't don't blow out. Don't blow out. Mm-hmm. Dewdrop does everything. I would I would assume. I'm not a wrestler, but I know it takes two to get this stuff done right. And like Dewdrop knows how to like help Becky get her up there and all this stuff. Dewdrop is so good and Bianca is so good and they both make each other look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. I love both of them. They're great. They're great. Uh, some great spots in this. Uh, Bianca uh, hits Dewdrop with a powerbomb. Um, uh, so, sorry, we rewind a little bit. Dewdrop's looking for a Vader bomb. Instead, Bianca gets up, slams her head in the top turnbuckle, hits a powerbomb off the top rope, and then falls with the KOD to get the win. Uh, again, that's another stellar match between these two. Uh, highly recommend going to check it out. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, after that, we have an Edge promo. He brings his chair out, plunks down. He wants a WrestleMania. That's just this. He just wants a WrestleMania promo. I mean, a, a, a WrestleMania. Match. Yeah, this is all him talking about why he wants WrestleMania match. Yeah, he goes back in time. He talks about his first Mania being at 14. He says, it took me two more years to get on the card. He says, I needed to put on a performance. I knew I needed to put on a performance that would elevate my career, and I did it. He says, but I understood the stakes. Every year I was going to have to outdo myself. He talks about 17. He says against uh, uh, two of the greatest tag teams of all time. He says maybe on the greatest card of all time. He says we stole the show there. At 2000 is when they did the uh, – Yeah, it yeah. Was a, a la- that was a, actually just a ladder match, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it was Edge and Christian and the Hardys and Dudleys. Yeah, I think it was just supposed to be a, st- a ladder match. And then of at they, SummerSlam they did TLC, the and I think TLC, they did TLC yeah. again. At, at 17, yeah. 17, yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember you said that the two because you were at the 2000. You said that was the only memorable thing about that was by that far the most memorable thing about that show. Yeah, it was that match. <laughs> yeah, far and away, it's not even close. Yeah, um, he mentions uh, at Mania 21, of course, uh, the first uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. 22, putting Foley through a flaming table, stealing the show. Then 24 in the main event against, main event against Undertaker. He came so close to ending the streak. At 27, he said, "I fought what I thought was going to be my last match." He says. Um, he says, uh, uh, he says, got a lot of people that would be, oh, for a lot of people that would be enough, but not for me. So I busted my ass for 10 years to get back to Mania. He says, last year I main evented again. He says, for 38 years, Mania has been the stuff of dreams. He says, every year I still dream about Mania. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, uh, what it's going to feel like to stand in the ring and get the crowd's energy so I can feel phenomenal. And he literally winks. He says, at Mania, he makes everything around him better. So he steps up to the challenge. He says, you got to fight your inner demon to become undeniable. He says that Mania, you can't call Mania stupendous without me as much as I need Mania. Mania needs edge. He says, I'm laying out a challenge to everyone in the locker room. I need somebody to step up to prove yourself. Stand across the ring from someone who's still the best certifiable legend. He's so great. They got that close up on his face and so grizzled. Um, He says, uh, you fight me at Mania and I'll make you live live forever. forever. Live forever. He said, so step up. I'll be waiting. It's a good promo. Yeah, it's a good promo. It's a good promo. And then good our, talker. Good talker. It was, Nine talker. Yeah, he is a great talker. Uh, then we had our main event, RK Bro versus Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Mentioned at the beginning of the show, this match was awesome. Kevin Owens, Seth yeah. Rollins, great team. They wrestle with urgency. That's one I like thing the I bit where, uh, They wrestle like with the, urgency. They do. I like the bit on the outside when Randy was about to hit Seth that with that. Uh, fluid it's about to hit Seth with the, the 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 back suplex to the table, and Kevin Owens gets Seth out of the way. So Randy just lifts up Kevin Owens, does what he had planned to do in the first place. It was place. so was seamless. There's, there, it was, like, yeah. There was that instance and another one later on where they're both in peril, and Seth just saves himself. It was a, mm, the yeah. double-draping DDT where Seth escapes. It makes no effort to help Kevin Owens get out of it. Yeah, Kevin Owens eats it. Uh, and the finish of this was awesome. So uh, Riddle hits uh, uh, Kevin Owens with a floating bro. Seth tags in. So Riddle, I, I imagine, doesn't see the tag, looks for an RKO on Owens. Instead, he's caught by Seth while he's jumping for the RKO. Seth hits him with the buckle bomb. Owens follows with the stunner. Seth hits the stomp to get mm. the win. Awesome yeah. match. They got a lot in in like 13 minutes. It was boom, minutes. boom, 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 boom at the end there. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Really fun match. And it was kind of a, a, a twist on the normal formula they use for RK Bro matches where the middle section, it was Orton that was getting isolated for a good stretch. Mm-hmm. Usually yeah. that's Riddle's role. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got some questions here on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash 
Steve and Larson. Before we get started with these questions, I want to give a quick shout out here. Got some new patrons. Uh, Raymond Weaver, uh, Matthew Laporte, uh, and Derek Davis. Thank you Thank so you much. very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For your support. We appreciate it. Uh, first up, we've got uh, the Yellow Flash asks, what are the odds Becky and Bianca main event night two? I'm going to throw this to you. What are the odds they main event night one? Because night two is going to go Roman Brock. We know. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's zero. That's I, not going to. Yeah. They should. They should. At they the totally very should. Least main event night one. That's the story with. That's the story with the longest build. Because I think that started before Brock even came back. If memory yeah, serves. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that should at the very least main event night one. Yeah, it's probably not gonna because in WBI's Ronda is the household mainstream name, and so she's gonna be the main event at night one. I wonder. I wonder. You know, Vince often just goes by his gut mm-hmm. on things, and yeah, like the conventional wisdom would would dictate that Ronda's the the bigger name outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. But man, for longevity's sake. Well, especially with the story of the, their story of being the two women who have won main event matches at WrestleMania. Have it in the main event? Yeah. It feeds into the story. Yeah. And I don't I don't I don't buy it's funny because everybody talk everybody's talking about main eventing. Like I'm pretty sure didn't Bianca and Becky mention that they're they did in be the in promo. The main yeah, event? yeah. 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 But I don't I don't like that. I don't buy that stuff. It's like there's there's there, at this point there's two main events. Yeah. You get the last match of night one and you get the last match of night yep, two. Those are the main events. Whatever yeah. closes the show is the main event. Yeah. Uh, we got a sub here, Mark Hay 45. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank so you. We got some questions here as well on our stream. Soak and Rose asks, should the women's tag titles be dissolved? I think as lo- if you're gonna re- if, if as long as you're gonna replace them with like a woman's mid card title, then yes. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely think that's good. That should be the case. I think yeah. I think both Raw and SmackDown should have a women's mid card title. If they're not going to do anything consistently interesting with the women's tag division, and by that I mean come up with interesting stories, actually have tag teams, yeah, not just people paired together for short stories and then have them break up. Actually, that's, have that's, tag yeah. teams. That's the problem. That's absolutely the problem. Is that they don't they don't, they just ram people together in the mid card and put the tag titles on them, and that's your mid card division title yeah and it doesn't it doesn't work no uh alistair 1984 says love your work guys on behalf of me and 95 percent of wrestling fans thank you for putting up a wtv for us to keep up to date without the painful training experience lol hope to see you on quizzlemania soon love you friendos well thank you so much well thank you very much appreciate it uh eddie brock's venom what do you think of that new Corey and carmella uh youtube show that they got uh no, I won't. I won't. I'm not going to watch it. I'll, I'd say this: it would be a much bigger selling point for me because I, I honestly think that they're they're both very charming and funny people, and they're both very beautiful people. It's less interesting for me to hear them just spout off every sexual innuendo in the book. It's funnier to me to to portray them as like real people because real people are, you know. They all their their shit stinks. You know what mm-hmm, I mean. Mm-hmm. And that aspect to me is makes for better comedy when you have two people who look like they should be in, in you know in I don't know catalogs or something because they're they're beautiful. You make them real, yeah. And therein lies the comedy. Them just talking about fucking all the time. It's awkward. It's so awkward. It's just yeah. It's like it doesn't really come off as genuine. No. But I think they're probably really funny. They're actually legitimately funny people. And I think that the comedy is always in the mundane. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Uh, Jaime Fonseca, what's better? Stone Cold, hell yeah, what? As a special guest ref for the KO and Rollins tag match for the Raw titles or a match against Owens? What's better? I mean, WB would answer the match. What would you prefer to see? Uh, Stone Cold refing. Owens versus Rollins or Stone Cold versus... No, it'd just be the tag team title match. It wouldn't just be Owens versus Rollins. Um, well, yeah, which would you rather see? 
After last night, I want to see Owens and, and Rollins contend for those tag titles. There you go. That's what I'd like to see. I'm, 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 most of that's because I'm really pessimistic Pessimistic that Stone Cold's going to come back for a match. Oh, hell yeah. I'm not saying it's impossible, but... Trying to get that bag, son. I'm in my golden years. If Goldberg can do it, so can I. Next bitch. Uh, Nick Kyle says, just made a new friend at work. He's also a pro wrestling fan. He hates Happy Corbin. He says, he and I can't remember the last time someone kicked out at the end of days. Can you name wrestlers on the main roster who did? No, because it's a really protected move. I don't think anybody has. He is, it is an insanely protected move. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, White Brownie asks, if both Bailey and Asuka are able to return before Mania, where do you see them on the card? I honestly don't know. They might wait and have them come back the Raw or SmackDown after. Bailey and Sasha should tag team against like the Bellas. They should do like a Legends tag team thing because I think they would all want that. Mm-hmm. Um, Asuka should wait till after Mania. Because I don't think there's anything for her to do. Uh, Xavier Gray says, uh, when are Orton and Riddle finally going to start feuding with one another? I would imagine uh, they might try to rush that in to get it started at Mania. But I I would think if they end up losing the tag titles uh, at Mania after that, build that up for SummerSlam. I think we're going to see that match at SummerSlam. So in the the build to that is when we're going to see it. Yep. Uh, call me Sir Vix. A shout out to Angelo Dawkins' performance last night. Guy is underrated. Yeah, he is. He's he really is. good. He is really good. He is, he is really, really good. good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Solid Dante. What do y'all think that sparked Raw to step up and be more entertaining? I think they're having they're ha- they got they got some more interesting characters first and foremost. Seth and Kevin mm-hmm. Owens together are great. Um, mm-hmm. RK Bro's been doing good work for a long time. Alpha Academy is a lot of fun. Yeah, you're right. It, sometimes it's just a matter of everything coming together, you know, and it working. Like that stretch when Biggie was champion, and we thought Kevin Owens was on his way out because he was kind of acting like he was on his way out. He was acting like he was checked out. Um, and then a, a bunch of stuff change, and or changes rather, and you've got a much more interesting Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got more people just doing more things. There's yeah. less redundancy, yeah. seemingly. And Brock as a champion just really works. Yeah, uh, We answered this yesterday, but I'll revisit it really quick. Mayor Planet Houston wants to know, what was the point of Bobby winning at the Rumble? Uh, the point was uh, motivating storyline Brock to getting to title versus title against Roman. Roman had rejected the idea of title versus title. Brock needed to force the matter. And so when he lost that title, um, his only recourse at that point Gets into the Rumble. Now he faces Roman, but he wants to get his title back so he can do his original idea of title versus title. So it was just, it was a fairly, it was a not too convoluted, but a kind of convoluted way to get title versus title. I mean, they could have accomplished the same thing by having Lesnar retain uh, against Lashley and just having him come out and win the Rumble. Yeah, they could have. They could have. Uh, Jaime Fonseca says, uh, but then the, 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 the problem with that is, yeah, I mean, they, they could have. They, they could have. have. They it's could wrestling. Have. You could do anything. They could have. Um, I, feel like, I feel like this is one instance where they were trying to aim for something logical. And the WWE champion entering the Rumble, I feel like they might have thought that wasn't as logical as him needing to win the Rumble to get to there. Um, because he's already champion. Like, what does he care? Uh, Jaime says, could this champion Finn team up become a Y2AJ type feud where they break up just in time for a match at Mania? Probably not. I would would like that, I think. But even though that it's two nights, there's not a lot of room. Yeah, still, what, four hours, three and a half hours each night? Unfortunately, I feel like Finn is more likely to be in the Andre Battle Royal. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie says at this point, if they, Bianca and Becky, don't main event, they should open the show. I feel like that's how the de facto, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. that's now the de facto big spot mm-hmm. since Lesnar did it with Rollins. Uh, she says, I'm sure there are earlier examples. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the opening bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Wizard of Smoke. What percentage would WWE, what, what, What's the percentage that WWE will actually be successful in developing Veer into a character that will be around in five years? 
I mean, they haven't done much so far. In done the look good. Three months that he's been waiting to come on Raw, or sorry, come to Raw. <laughs> no, you had it right the first time. <laughs> God damn, I'm still laughing about that Garfield bit. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I thought you were going to say John. He threw it right to me. Yep. Uh, Dangam Q should Seth modify whatever title he wins to match his suits? Yes. New strap every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, oh, here we go. Patrick Sparks, B-Man, Don Wagner, come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. Hey, friendos, Pat here. What four women's wrestlers from AAW would you pick to have singles matches with each one of the four horsewomen? Becky versus Britt Baker. Yeah. Right? Charlotte. Who sh- Charlotte, Jade Cargill. Good. Uh... Who am I missing? Bailey and uh, Sasha. Ba- Bailey and Sasha. Sasha and Thunder Rosa is how I would go. Good. And then Bailey. Bailey and and Sheeta. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Bailey or even Serena Deeb. Mm. Bailey. Bailey. I feel like is like the best to me in my eyes the best like pure wrestler of the four horsewomen. Um. Yeah, those are all good. Those are good. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tonight for our NXT recap. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.